Happy first Tuesday of May, Mark. Thanks, Susie. It's good yeah. to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to be here, too. Kind of hard hard to believe it's already May. But May is also really exciting because it's National Bike Month. Yes. We're and into that's fun because we like bikes. bikes. We like bikes. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for our careers that we really like bikes. It is convenient, although maybe not good for my bank account. Well, but overall, it's good. Yeah. Health, excitement, enjoyment. Yeah. I mean, speaking of, so, I mean, I'm going to ask you, Mark, but I'm also asking retailers, how are you celebrating? I'm riding a lot, which I haven't been riding as much the last few years, so I'm pretty excited to be riding a lot. Yeah. And I think I think retailers should be uh, letting people know that they care about riding bikes and that uh, other people should be celebrating National Bike Month. Yeah, I bet. I mean, there's lots of cool events happening all over the country. Colorado's weird because we do this in June, I think. <laughs> that's, yeah. where, that's where we live. We live in Colorado. Um, but yeah, I bet there's some fun events, some, some free events, maybe bike to work day, things like that. So... Get the yep. word out. And we've got great content. So if you want to share mm-hmm. some of that on your website, then uh, there's content there to help with that. Looking, talking about maybe some other ways to, to boost business. We talked about this a little bit ago because People for Bikes did a big report um, kind of looking back at 2022. And this has come up again in their monthly report. But service department really is kind of still the bright spot in bicycle retailer right now. Yeah, a lot of bikes got sold the last couple of years, and um, I think some of them are turning up for service, and that's great for business. Yeah, absolutely. So specifically, they reported that um, service department business was up 10% in February. So that's a lot. So yeah, I think there's a lot to kind of talk about there and maybe some good takeaways for retailers. Yeah, if you look at that number and go, gosh, I'm, I'm not up. Uh, you know, maybe there's some marketing you can do, some some activities to take hold of to get people into the store for service. And if you're looking at that thinking, I'm up more than that and too busy to pay attention, well, that's great because that's good revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And just like Mark mentioned, you know, folks sold a lot of bikes in 2020 and 2021. So, you know, how are you reaching back out to those to those riders? Are they coming back in for maintenance and repairs? Maybe there's a good kind of educational component there, opportunity. It's not, you don't always have to directly sell your services. I think, yes, of course, let folks know that you offer those services. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I was leading a group ride. This was maybe, I don't know, 2019, 2018. And we take for granted, I think, so many of us that are so used to the industry have worked in shops. And um, I had a rider ask, like, oh, do they have a repair department at this bike shop? Yeah. I was like, yeah, so, you know. Isn't that crazy? Especially mm-hmm. in a store where you can't see it. You know, some stores, you can see the service department. Some you can't. Yep. And and just like just like people will come into the store and go, how long have you been here? I didn't even know this store was here. And they, mm-hmm. you know, you've been there for a decade. They're probably doing the same thing with the service department. And I, I agree, too. It shouldn't always be about sales. But sales can trigger things. So if you're not reaching out to these people that have have done service business with you or or you're thinking well how would you do that i can't possibly call them we've got tools to help with that that you don't have to do it manually that can be automated based on purchases so even if the outreach is going to be educational it can be based on a purchase in the past so if they Mm -hmm. paid for a repair they paid for a tune-up or an overhaul or whatever a flat repair then we can use that data 
from your point of sale system to trigger automated emails to reach out and say, hey, come by the cl- for the clinic about changing flats or do you need an extra tube for your riding season or whatever that message might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got some great ideas for what those automated emails can look like. Some good tips on, you know, just helping people understand the importance of bike maintenance, little things that they can do at home to get the most out of their investment, things that you can help them with. Maybe there's some good, I don't know, like, you know, flat resistant tips or parts and accessories that you can help Mm -hmm. um, encourage them to use. Maybe routine safety checks. I think that's a big one of like, what kind of things do maybe you and I marked, what do we look at our bike almost every time we go for a ride or think yeah. about? It's just, it's just so we're, it, it's ingrained in us, but we can help people get there too. Yeah. And I think a lot of those bikes that got sold in 2020 and 2021 weren't necessarily to cyclists. They were to just people mm-hmm. that were looking for something to do when there was less things to do. Mm-hmm. As an example, this weekend I was on a ride and there's a place everybody stops and they've got one of those uh, bike repair stands out front. And this fellow was trying to pump up his, you know, 30 millimeter road tires with the the pump that's included, which is a high volume, no pressure pump. And he was just wearing himself out. If he had known better, he would have checked his tire pressure before he left the house. Mm -hmm. So people could use a little education with that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And we talked about it's National Bike Month. I think this is all really relevant. Maybe there's some cool... There's a community component to this too, you know, sure. right? Maybe there's like a free a free clinic. I think that's a really great place to get people be comfortable with you and your shop and invite them back in. Maybe there's like a women and non-binary event, free maintenance yeah. clinic. I think that's like great. That. What about, I mean, there's people that are going to ride. I think they're going to find their thing. But think about the groups that you know are shopping for bikes that maybe don't get a lot of representation or don't get a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Put something together for that group because that's – they they need that service. They're not getting marketed to or, or included like like the regular type cyclist is, and and they can be wonderful additions to your to your store. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of lower the barriers to. Yeah, everybody should be riding a bike. Everybody should be riding a bike. There's no there's no one way to ride a bike. I don't I don't care if you're just cruising on the bike path, cruising on the neighborhood. That's all great. Yep, pedaling, 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 pedaling. Yeah, yeah. and uh, one more thing, if you have a Maybe you have a quick turnaround time right now if you're not that busy. Talk about that, too. Let yeah. folks know. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, speaking of letting folks know, just a quick little uh, Google My Business and Facebook page maintenance reminder plug. Make sure that's up to date with your your service and repair information. Yep. And aligned. Uh, all mm-hmm. the website, Google My Business, Facebook, whatever socials, any other Yelps or other things you're using – Make sure your hours are all correct, that your name's spelled the same across all those properties. It makes a big difference. It, when, with all the automations and algorithms that are running, they're looking for things like that to, to make sure the right businesses are showing up. So when you're working on those things, make sure they're all aligned correctly. Your hours are the same, your name's the same, the address, even down to punctuation. Avenue spelled versus AV versus AVE versus AVE period. Make sure that's all consistent across all those platforms. So that's great. Yeah, great marketing tips. Lots going on. If you need any more advice, you want just some brainstorming, you want help creating assets or emails, just let us know. We have a full marketing team to help with that. Let's move on to our new segment, Tuesday Tech Tip. Mark, take it away. Well, I think it's it's great to talk about what fun it is for National Bike Month. But mm-hmm. I think there's also a lot of moving parts within our application, and we know that. So uh, this week, I wanted to talk about supplier sync exclusion settings. 
when inventory was really low, I think some people just gave up with warehouses for a bit because there was nothing in the warehouses. Um, and then as inventories come back in, that's become more valuable. So if you, first of all, if you disabled any suppliers when it, when warehouses were empty, get back in there and turn those back on because those warehouses are now uh, full of inventory that you can sell without having to invest in it first. And if you've gone into those exclusion settings in the past and said, you know what, I just don't care about this category. It's not, I don't support that in my store or this brand. We've had a few new suppliers opt into fulfillment or drop shipping. So if you use JBI and and you turn that off or didn't pay attention to it, well, they're, now they're doing fulfillment. So maybe you don't mind some of those brands or categories showing up if they can pick, pack, and ship it on your behalf. So um, go back and look at those settings. You'll find them in the settings menu under supplier fulfillment, and, I mean, supplier sync. And uh, go through those exclusion settings. And remember, when you check a box in exclusion settings, you are excluding that. It's kind of backwards because you check the box to enable JMB or QBP, but then you check a box to exclude something. So if you don't want, say, I don't know, if you don't want BMX gear to show up on the site, then go into those suppliers, check BMX, and BMX gear won't show up. But what I'm suggesting is maybe just reevaluate it and open that up a little bit and offer more to your customers that enhance their shopping experience and get them to help them find a solution with you rather than going somewhere else. Yeah, great tip. And a uh, great mention of of JMB or JBI. We've been really happy with that partnership. The, uh, the kind of setup with that and working with their team has been incredibly smooth. So yeah, they've been, yeah, I think retailers have been happy we're a bit happy. They're happy. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> and we're up to five. I think we mentioned that last week. Five yeah. suppliers doing drop shipping with us through your website. So In the U.S., yeah. Go back and review that. Open those settings up if you had them a little more restricted, and it'll help sell some stuff. Yeah, and so since Mark has said he's been, he's been riding a lot, riding more and more, I think the weather's going to cooperate with you more. I have a good, I have a new post-ride snack that Ooh. I'm into. Yes. Um well, it, it's all hinged on, there is a right answer here. Do you like dates, Mark? Yes. Okay. So my new favorite little snack, right, when I get back from riding, I just like it easy, you know? You buy the pitted dates, so they already obviously have the pit taken out, and they've mm. got usually a nice cut along the side. Mm. You open that up, spread some peanut butter in there, or your favorite nut butter of choice, mm. and it's like a, I don't know, I think it's like a candy bar. You could drizzle a little bit of chocolate on there or dip it in chocolate. If you want a little something extra. I like chocolate. Mm -hmm. Mostly lately when I eat dates, uh, some restaurants had them covered, uh, wrapped in bacon. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Too. You put some you put some cheese in there and <laughs> cheese some bacon. And bacon fried up real nice. <laughs> I mean, it's got some it's it's checking all the boxes in the same way. We get some protein. We get some carbs. Some bacon. Some <laughs> bacon. We're a bacon-free household, Mark. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I appreciate the but tip. But you do you. <laughs> I do. I appreciate the tip. I'm struggling with foods on uh, long rides and recovery stuff. My recover I, I haven't done recovery drinks in a long time, mm -hmm. but Scratch Labs has one, and I'm a fan of Scratch Labs, so I tried it. It, it, is, it tastes like a Yoohoo. It's, it's delicious. delicious. Yeah. Yes. Big fan. Yeah. I am, um, especially on the hot days, I think any way that I can like easily get some calories in after a ride. Yeah. It's the way to go. And sometimes that is drink. Sometimes I'll smoothie it. Yeah. I, I did. Yeah. When I got done Saturday, 
I did uh, rice and mm-hmm. eggs with some soy sauce in yeah. it. Yeah, mm, that sounds delicious. Okay, that's enough food talk. <laughs> I'm hungry now. We got all the tips in for this Tuesday. Yeah, tech tips, food tips. Smart marketing. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll see you then. <laughs>